thanks Ruth for joining joining the show. Uh, I appreciate your uh, presence. Uh, well, let's get started. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So before we dive into the world of C++, would you mind uh, giving us some insight in your background and your journey into, in the world of software engineering? Yeah, sure. Um, I've started my programming journey back in 1997. And mm -hmm. uh, today I'm uh, the co-founder of Secure Globe Inc. Uh, from New York City. And we specialize in cybersecurity, cyber intelligence, uh, and large scale projects, uh, development projects. Um, I am a great believer in C++ and um, mm -hmm. I, I use it whenever there's a need to develop anything for any purpose. Um, yeah. I, I even use C++ for use cases that other would probably use other languages, uh, for yeah. example, AI, uh, automation, web, uh, even uh, cryptography. Um, mm. I know it's harder, but um, it's, it's, it's worth it for the long run. And um, if you check our product page on our website, you can see the, the variety of our, our technologies, our products, and everything is developed in the pure C++. Um, also, I, I recently finished my uh, C++ book uh, for complete beginners, uh, mm -hmm. written with, uh, with my husband, Michael Hefrati, who is also a, a very gifted C++ developer, much more than, my, than myself. That's awesome. um, and and we are very proud of this book. Uh, we worked really hard for it to to be a great book. Um, it's about to be published early next next year um, okay. by Mining Publications. Uh, but actually, readers can get uh, early access if if they want to. That's awesome. Um, the link is going to be in the description below. Uh, if you if uh, you know if you are interested to look into it more. Um, so C++ is a versatile language with diverse application. Can you tell us some real-world applications or industries where C++ is commonly used right now? Um, yes, um, there are a lot of uh, use cases and, and uh, uh, industries that uh, C++ is used. Um, actually, everywhere you look, C++ fingerprints all, all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, starting with operating systems, uh, Windows, Mac OS, Linux, uh, um, Android, um, even, um, of course, em embedded systems, uh, car computers, uh, autonomous driving, uh, medical devices, um, appliances. Um, of course, um, I think one of the most uh, nice and, 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 and uh, appealing uh, use case for C++ is uh, computer games and, and, uh, and uh, and videos, uh, video games. Um, companies like you know Fortnite, sorry, games like Fortnite, uh, Call of Duty, Grand Theft mm -hmm. Auto. Uh, they're all games that were developed in C++, and actually all, well, almost all the uh, computer games engines are based, uh, are C++ uh, based, um, such as Unreal, Unity, uh, even mm -hmm. Panda 3D. Um, so it's actually hard to find a game uh, or video that wasn't developed in, in C++. Um, okay. And of course, we have high-performance computing applications, uh, scientific simulations, uh, even the Human Genome Project and um, um, CERN, the physics research at CERN in, in Switzerland. And, and of course, I think the nicest bit is um, the March rover, the, the, sorry, the, the Mars rover. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you know, C++ will take humanity to Mars. If you want to be <laughs> Python or Go or C Sharp, it will be C++. And 
I think it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so when learning various programming languages, it's crucial to know their differences. What are the fundamental differences between C++ and other programming languages like Python, Java, or C Sharp? Um, well, there are um, many differences between them. Um, and I think it's an important question, especially if you're new and you, you want to choose which programming languages exactly. to learn. Um, I think C++ distinguishes itself uh, from Python, um, you know, in terms of, of typing, uh, memory management, performance, syntax, and of course, the target applications. Um, I can say that C++ and, and, you know, programming languages like Python and C Sharp and Java are, they're all general purpose programming languages, but they have some key differences. Um, all the languages support object-oriented programming, uh, but they, they actually implement it differently. Um, C++ offers a manual memory management, for example, with, with classes. Uh, Python, okay. Java, and C Sharp are more, um, they, they integrate object-oriented features within the, the core of the language. Um, I would also say that C++ is generally considered faster. Uh, it's more perform performance efficient uh, than Python and Java and C Sharp and other languages. And this is because C++ uh, compiles to machine code while the other use virtual machine or inter it, they are interpreted uh, languages. Um, mm -hmm. Another difference um, is that C++ supports um, multiple programming uh, paradigms like uh, procedural programming, uh, as well as object-oriented and also okay. gener generic programming. Um, no. When I say generic programming, I mean um, that the it is it is um, the type is integrated within the 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 language itself. It's it's type safe. Okay. Um, while uh, uh, Python, Java, C sharp are they support multiple programming paradigms, but they are typically more focused on object-oriented um, above it, everything. Um, that, that's the general idea. Um, of course, the use cases are very different from one from C++ to, to other languages. Yeah, and for someone completely new to programming, taking the first step could be a very daunting experience. How can a complete beginner with no programming experience can start their journey in C++? Let's say um, it's the first one language they pick. Yeah, I, I actually love this question because mm. I, I think some C++ experts will tell you it, it's hard to start with C++, uh, especially if, if you're a, a complete beginner. Mm -hmm. uh, I personally believe that it's it's quite the opposite. Mm. Uh, and uh, we, we actually wrote our C++ book for complete beginners to programming, mm. uh, which was very challenging but we made no assumptions about what the reader may or may not know. Mm. Now, to answer your question, I, I, I think there are four tips um, I would provide for my experience. First is just start slowly. Mm -hmm. um, the, the basic concepts of C++ are, are not hard. And I mean, variables, operators, flow control, containers, pointers, functions, uh, object-oriented, they're, they're pretty easy, but really take it slow, baby steps, don't rush yourself. Really let these subjects, these concepts really sink in. And uh, my second tip would be to, to practice. Just practice a lot. There are many platforms, uh, Codility, for example, but you know, many, many other platforms that 
you can really take um, take a course. You can buy a book, maybe maybe our book. Uh, just just practice, and um, I think I think one key uh, tip I can give to new programmers or new to C plus plus or to actually to any programming language um, is to invest in learning some key computer science concepts, which okay. nothing to do with the language itself, but it will help you as a root foundation to learning the programming language. So I'm talking about memory management, okay. uh, memory management or how function calls um, happen, how they work, about the stack and the heap. And you know, more and more, the more you invest in computer science, in the fundamentals, it will be easier for you to understand the why and not mm. only how. And, yeah. and of course, I mean, I mean, my final advice to beginners that's of course it's it's a good advice to anyone who starts to learn a new programming language is don't be afraid to make mistakes mm. and mistakes are are basically they're your best teachers and they're your be your best friends and you know just enjoy the ride that's that's the most important thing mm. those are great advice um and what are some basic tools and software needed to set up uh, your development environment for c what would be your recommendation yeah, well, uh, there are pl plenty of free tools. I mean, you don't have to, you know, to spend money or yeah. resources. Uh, you have online compilers, um, but I personally recommend downloading a free, um, a free version of Visual Studio. Okay. Uh, which is actually the most powerful IDE, and you know, you can work with Visual Studio. You can do Python, and you can do C Sharp, and you can do, you know, so many other programming lang languages. And it's the preferred uh, ID for most uh, um, companies. And, and if you're looking for a job as a C++ programmer, then, you know, start practicing the most common and powerful IDE. But I you know Visual, VS Code is also a, a good choice. Um, so, you know, basically it's free, it's easy to set up your IDE and there are plenty of online guides uh, where you can just, you know, learn how to, how to do it. Yeah. I want to circle back to the previous question. Uh, I was, uh, you mentioned that basic uh, software development concept, someone has to understand like stack heaps, uh, memory management. Yeah. What, I mean, are there any books and resources that you can recommend someone to have a deeper understanding of those concepts? Um, not that I can just, you know, out of my mind right now, but uh, I can tell you that in our book, we do put a lot of emphasis on basic um, computer science uh, concepts uh, like you know memory management. We we try to okay. dive deeper as much as we can, and I think most most books, most courses, most online resources do that as well. Uh, but I know today you can find everything, anything that you want online, so and free. So that's not a problem. That makes sense. Yeah, and. Mistakes are part of the learning process, and I'm sure even uh, someone is going over the book, they will run into some errors and they cannot solve the problem. How can a beginner effectively troubleshoot common syntax error in their C++ code? Um, yeah, that, that, that's also an important question, and, and I would say there are several ways. Um, mm. But um, I have to say that you know, syntax error, for example, are the most common childhood disease. <laughs> Yeah, every programmer suffers from, and at some point, you know, you get immune. Um, and and I remember I always forgot to place a semicolon at the end of the statement, or I had, you know, mismatched parentheses. Everybody has this 
problem when they when they begin. And, you know, it took me a while to get used to it because it's a new language. Um, I always say, you know, it's like practicing the piano or any uh, musical instrument. You have to learn to read notes and it takes time. Uh, but the good news is that, you know, most IDEs, uh, compilers or IDEs have autosense and, and you can see the indication of an error, a syntax error. Mm -hmm. Usually the, the red line, you know, like in, in MS Word when you have a, a spelling error. Uh, and the compiler will also alert. They will, usually you will have an output, a message telling you what the error is and where it is located. And I, I know um, the compiler error message, you know, they can be confusing at first, uh, mm -hmm. but they usually contain all the information that you need to fix the error. And you can mm -hmm. always look uh, for the information online. And of course, you know, there are many resources available online that, you know, they can help you troubleshoot C++ syntax error. And you can find tutorials, articles, forums, whatever you need. And but I think I think the most important thing is that you know don't be afraid to make mistakes and and, and ask for help. And that's just a really natural uh, process in your learning journey. Yeah, that makes sense, Ruth. And what is your take on someone using AI, like AI tool like ChatGPT, to as a part of their learning process? Um, um, well, ChatGPT, actually, it, I have to say, uh, it makes a lot of mistakes, yeah. uh, code-wise, uh, so I, you know, I wouldn't trust it uh, so much, and I think it's a bit counterproductive, counterproductive to use it. If you have to learn, if you want to learn to program, get your hands dirty, <laughs> dive deep, and you know, do the work yourself. Uh, don't like, let others do your homework. Uh, mm. It's it's no it's it's not the easiest path. Of course, it's easier to use AI, but I wouldn't recommend it at first. But I think you can use AI uh, to empower yourself with knowledge. Of course, mm. uh, bearing in mind that there are a lot of mistakes, a lot of error that uh, ChatGPT and even Bard they make. Uh, so I would be very cautious. Yeah, that's a great and <laughs> great wisdom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and. How can a beginner practice and reinforce their C++ knowledge through coding exercises and projects? Um, well, I, I would say that the, the path uh, towards mastering uh, C++ is really starting small, mm -hmm. before baby steps. Um, search for small exercises. I mean, don't try to tackle complex projects right away. Uh, you, you might be eaten alive and it will be, um, I think it will make you feel like a failure and maybe, uh, you know, cause you to be um, more cautious and more afraid to continue and learning the language. Uh, yeah. So just start with small, simple exercises that uh, focus on specific aspects of C++. Okay. Such as, you know, variables, data types, uh, loops, functions, and, and, you know, other topics and, and concepts. And... I think you also need to find a good resource for coding your exercise. Um, you know, there are many resources available, as I said, online and, and libraries that provide coding exercises for beginners. Um, so, you know, look for a resource that has a variety of exercises at different difficulty levels. Um, I, I would also recommend to exercise regularly. I mm. mean, like I said, it's just like playing the piano, the best pianist practice every day. So just give yourself a time every day to practice. It doesn't have to be a long time, but you know, be consistent. 
the more you practice, the better you will become. And, and, and again, it's it's true for anything. And once you have mastered the basics, I think uh, start working on projects. Mm. That, that that will be the next step. Um, and you know, projects are a great a great way to practice C plus plus. And again, start with small projects, gradually increase right. complexity as you learn. And actually, in our book, we have a lot of projects. Uh, for example, a project that teaches the the reader to um, read and write to a file. Mm -hmm. So we are combining uh, different aspects of C plus plus. We have the okay. file, we have variables. We have you know reading, writing, and 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 stream uh, input stream output output stream. Um, so again, and that's I think that's the most important thing. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. That's only natural, especially with C plus plus because it's uh, it's not the easiest language to to learn. Yeah, um, uh, that totally makes sense. And learning involves overcoming challenges and avoiding common pitfall. Do you have some common? What are some common pitfalls and mistakes beginners should be aware of when learning uh, C plus plus? Um, uh, well, that's an important question, and I think, well, there are quite a few pitfalls, but maybe I should focus focus in, in two. Okay. Uh, I, I think the worst pitfall is not understanding the basics. And, you know, mm. we, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, C++ is a complex language. Mm. So if you don't have a good understanding of the basics of the foundation before you move on and learn more advanced concepts, yeah. um, you won't be able to master it. And, and, you know, just to make sure you understand the basics, like, again, variables, uh, data types, loops, functions, classes, uh, object-oriented, of course, uh, classes, pointers, um, really the, the fundamental stuff. You know, it's just like math. If, if you don't know how to use simple arithmetic operations, you won't be able to move on to trigonometry. So, you know, mm. you really have to, to have a good foundation, a strong foundation. Um, now, I think another common pitfall uh, relates to, to memory management. Okay. Um, because C++ is a language that gives programmers a lot of control over memory, uh, memory management. Mm -hmm. um, so it also means that in some cases you have to be responsible for, for managing the memory uh, yourself, to manage it properly. Yeah. And if it's not managed properly, you can, it can lead to crashes, to memory leaks, and then you know, other, other terrible uh, issues. Yeah. Um, though I, I have to, I have to say that uh, modern C++ does strive to distance, uh, distance the users, the programmers from touching memory. Okay. And that's, we have smart pointers, but sometimes there is no choice, especially on low level programming. You have to touch, you have to handle memory yourself. Mm -hmm. And I always say the graveyards are full of programmers who forgot to deallocate memory. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that that I think that's the most one of the most common pitfalls for new programmers, especially if you move to C plus plus from other programming languages that mm. memory is managed for you. Exactly. So a, lot, a lot of Python developers, C sharp developers who move to C plus plus find it really difficult to get used to the idea of managing memory because okay. it's really it's it's really different from the concept that is embedded in their minds as programmers. Uh, so I think I think that's a, a really uh, common pitfall. So you mentioned deallocating the memory. Uh, that's uh, definitely a number one one of the pitfalls. What are yeah. some of other best practices? Would you like share or can you share uh, about memory management for beginners? I'm sure there are millions of them. 
Uh, well, again, C++ does strive to move, uh, to shift or to further away the, the programmers mm -hmm. from touching the memory. So if you don't have to touch the memory yourself, if you don't have to, to manage it manually, don't. Just don't. Use smart pointers, use uh, uh, um, everything that C++ offers you to, um, you know, get, get further away from memory. But if you do need to touch memory, just, you know, be very cautious, uh, check yourself, test yourself, test your code. Um, and if, of course, if you're new, just ask for help, ask for guidance for somebody who really knows what he's doing. But again, even experienced programmers have issues with memory. Um, so it, it, it's not just a common pitfall for beginners. It's, it's an issue with C++. It's a bit like, you know, brain surgery. You, you can always fail. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so beside the beside the book, with, which we will check out, uh, can you recommend any other online coding platforms uh, uh, that someone can look uh, to kind of learn C++? Um, well, um, there are so many resources out there. Um, I think one of the best resources um, is uh, the C++ community. Okay. Um, you have so many guides, uh, blogs, forums, uh, questions answered. Um, and, you know, uh, I think that's, that's a really good resource. And you have so many YouTube videos uh, mm. and, uh, to new uh, programmers about C++. But uh, you, have a, you also have to be cautious because um, a lot of books uh, for um, new programmers, new C++ programmers, a lot of courses, they, they take it for granted or they assume that you know things that you actually don't or they don't okay. explain things properly. And I think um, that's one of the reasons um, that many C++ beginners to C++, you know, either fail or find it hard to learn because, you know, it is a hard programming language to learn. Yeah. And, and I know I'm prejudiced, but uh, you know, in our book, um, we, we, we really didn't make any assumptions and we really explain everything, even, you know, for some readers, it may be, oh, why are they explaining it? I know it already, it's so, it's so easy, but it's not so easy to others. So I think you have to take under account that it's not so easy to learn and not every beginner's guide is really suitable for beginners. True. That makes sense. Well, thanks for uh, being in the show, Ruth. Um, and I appreciate you sharing all the invaluable advice. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you.